0: Do you know how to order at Italian restaurants? It's more than just a practical skill. It's about knowing what to say and following the local traditions so that you can connect with Italians and have memorable experiences in Italy. Whenever we're traveling to a new place, we want to know all about the food. Aside from being buonissimo, delicious, it helps us feel more local.
1: See, it's like when your friends and family come to Italy. They always ask me lots of questions because they want to try the lovely local food, avoid little touristy missteps and feel part of everything.
0: What do they normally want to know about?
1: I'll tell you in Italian. Vogliono sapere come ordinare e vogliono seguire le tradizioni e i costumi.
0: First, Matteo said,
1: Vogliono sapere come ordinare.
0: They want to know how to order. Vogliono, they want
1: sapere to know come how ordinare
0: to order. Then,
1: e vogliono seguire le tradizioni e i costumi.
0: And they want to follow the traditions and the customs. E, and, vogliono, they want,
1: seguire,
0: to follow,
1: le tradizioni,
0: the traditions,
1: e i costumi,
0: and the customs. In this episode, you'll learn how to do both of these things. You'll get tips on how to order your food like an Italian, and also how to follow those little local food customs. Before we get into them, we wanted to let you know that our online Italian food and wine festival is happening this Friday.
1: It's open to our Italian school students, and you can learn more about it at the end.
0: But first, let's learn how to order. We use prendo which literally means I take. So to order the chicken, we say I take the chicken.
1: Prendo il pollo. Prendo il pollo. Prendo il pollo.
0: You know how Italian dishes have long fancy names? Italians just say the first part. So the menu might say something like
1: ravioli di mare con ragù di pesce.
0: See ravioli with fish (laughs) ragu. You can just say, I take the ravioli.
1: Prendo i ravioli. Prendo i ravioli. Prendo i ravioli.
0: Or you can actually just point and say, I take this.
1: Prendo questo. Prendo questo. Prendo questo.
0: It's cheating a little bit, but still much more satisfying than using English.
1: When ordering, it also helps to know the pronunciation.
0: There are a few common mistakes that I hear all the time, like, for example, bruschetta.
1: Oh, yes. In Italian, we say bruschetta with a k bruschetta bruschetta bruschetta
0: and Tagliatelle. There's no G sound in this. It sounds like ta, ya, te, le.
1: Tagliatelle. Tagliatelle. Tagliatelle.
0: Then risotto. In American English, it sounds something like risotto. In Italian, we pause on the double T. Risotto.
1: Risotto. Risotto. Risotto.
0: And the same with spaghetti. So it's not spaghetti, but spaghetti. Remember to pause on the double T. Spaghetti.
1: Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Spaghetti.
0: And an important part of Italian dining etiquette is how to eat it. This took me a while, but I found my spaghetti groove. So basically you have to pick a couple of strands with your fork, bring them to the side of your plate and then twist them completely around your fork. That ends up being just about the right amount to fit in your mouth without getting sauce everywhere. Good tip. Then the Italian course system can also be a bit confusing. So we have antipasti, the starters, and after the antipasti, we have primi. Literally, firsts.
1: Primi. Primi. Primi.
0: These tend to be pasta, risotto, or other carbohydratey things.
1: Ah, and there are loads of types of pasta. Even Italians don't know them all.
0: If you don't recognize a word on the primi menu, it's probably pasta, and you can actually ask. Is it a type of pasta?
1: È un tipo di pasta? È un tipo di pasta? È un tipo di pasta?
0: The next course, secondi, literally means seconds, and these are usually protein-based, like meat or fish.
1: Secondi. Secondi. Secondi.
0: And here's where things get confusing. Which is the main course, primi or secondi?
1: The answer is either or both. Italians pick their main dish from either unless it's a special occasion when we eat a lot. Then we might have both.
0: Next, let's learn about Italian customs for eating and drinking in restaurants. There are many unexpected ones. For example, when waiters bring over bread, sometimes my friends wonder where's the oil and the balsamic vinegar?
1: I think dipping bread in oil and balsamic vinegar is one of those false exports that Italians don't actually do. We sometimes eat a little straight from the basket while we're waiting, but we mostly eat it with the secondi course. And I love to use it to mop up my sauce at the end. Some say it's not polite, but others say it's a sign that you enjoy the food. I'm in the second camp.
0: Speaking of bread, what about pane e coperto? This literally means bread and cover.
1: It's a small service charge of around 1 to 3 euros per person. It's not sneaky. It's, that's just how Italians do it. Pane e coperto. Pane e coperto pane e coperto.
0: And actually it might save you money because in Italy you don't need to leave la mancia, the tip.
1: La mancia. La mancia. La mancia. But of course if you do leave one, waiters will be pleased.
0: And there are also loads of little rules around drinking as well. Italians usually have still wine or beer with their meal. No prosecco or cocktails.
1: They distract from the flavor of the food.
0: And after dinner, Italians never order cappuccinos or long coffees.
1: All that liquid is too filling after a meal. We usually just order un caffè, which is an espresso, or un macchiato, an espresso with a touch of milk. That's... Un macchiato. Un macchiato. Un macchiato.
0: Then I love the tradition of having un digestivo. Literally, digestive. It's any liqueur or liquor that Italians drink after dinner.
1: Un digestivo. Un digestivo. Un digestivo.
0: Instead of ordering a bright yellow limoncello, which can be a bit touristy, you can try un amaro, which is an Italian herbal liqueur.
1: Un amaro, un amaro, un amaro, or una grappa. But careful, it's strong.
0: Yeah, uh, una grappa, a grappa, is a great way to bond with the locals, Only as long as they don't have to carry you home,
1: though. (laughs) But seriously, I love hearing about people's school food experiences in Italy. I remember our student Louise talking about going back to a restaurant she liked. She was looking for the amazing zucchini she had there last time, but they weren't on the menu. When she mentioned it to the waiter, they made some especially for her. Italians have a very generous Perioded approach to life in general, but even more so when it comes to food.
0: And Adam, her classmate, who always looks for those little tucked away restaurants where no one speaks English, the food is better and cheaper, and of course he enjoys being around all the locals as well.
1: This is why we'd love to invite you to our Italian Food and Wine Festival this Friday, which is open to members of our online Italian school.
0: We'll help you build a deeper connection to Italy and Italians through food. So instead of the usual pizza, pasta, limoncello, you'll be learning about regional dishes, local food festivals, wine pairings.
1: And most importantly, how to do everything in Italian.
0: If you'd like to join our school and come along to the festival, you'll need to be quick because doors close this Thursday, 14th of September.
1: The link is in the description. We'd love to see you there. See you soon. Or as we say in Italian,
0: A presto! presto.